This is Super Black. I'm Carl. I'm Dan. What's up, people? Welcome back to another episode. Post-Comic-Con, we're in the glow of nerddom. Uh, Dan and I hit up Comic-Con on the, the, the New York Comic-Con on the Thursday edition, and uh, we had a little bit of fun. We didn't spend too much time together. Dan, give me your, your, your feelings. How'd you feel about running into Comic-Con in 2017? Well, it's the first time about three years since I've been there, and it was really cool. Like, it, it took a little doing getting out there because I had to kind of sneak away from work. Shh, don't tell anybody. It's it's always um, fun seeing people at their most natural self, and that's exactly what Comic-Con is. Like, the creativity comes out of everywhere. You know, the, the cosplay is always on point. Um, this year, I tried to stay away from the merchandising stuff and spent a lot of my time in the more independent publishers. I got to meet a few people out there, which was really, really cool. Um, and I got the opportunity to sit down with uh, Sanford Green and speak to him for a while. If uh, nobody out there knows who Sanford Green is, he is the artist for one of my favorite comic books in a very long time. It's Power Man and Iron Fist. Power Man and Iron Fist. Yes. And he was absolutely amazing. You know, uh, met a couple of um, website developers. Um, l- let me shout them out. I'll vamp until you find it. So I agree. I think one of the the underlying re- reasons that I uh pack up the family and go to Comic-Con uh, because it, when, when, you look, when you look at it from the outset, well, let me just say, I'll double back. The reason I pack up the family and go to Comic-Con is because of that creativity, because everyone is out there celebrating something that they feel strongly about. You know, it's always, and, and a positive thing that people feel strongly about. There's no negativity, uh, at least that I saw, just having fun. So that's, that's why I I kind of go out there and, and, and walk the floor. Because as I was saying, when you actually get into Comic-Con, it is a very oppressively crowded place. It's, I mean, elbows to butts, just here. <laughs> there's no room for anything, really. But on the flip side, as you're wading through the crowds, weird things tend to happen, like, <laughs> like I, we were we were kind of bumping elbows with folks trying to just navigate this uh, very dense crowd of people and all of a sudden the for some reason the crowd opened up and standing in front of me was a half naked princess leia like i'm telling you she was naked from she just had on the leia outfit and it was held together by invisible wire so she Wait, was, was it the, 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 the metal bikini Leia? Yeah, metal bikini Leia. Sorry. Of course. Okay. Yeah, but it was held together with like invisible wire. So it just looked like it was like glued on or something in certain places. <laughs> it probably was. It probably was. But everyone's taking pictures of her. But we walked directly into a, a shot. We were like behind her. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we, I'm not going to lie. It was a nice place to end up. Like it was, she was, she looked nice. It was a very nice costume. Uh, but I was like, but, but I, my family and I are in a photo, photo of some, for some guy who took a picture of this, you know, half naked woman. 
If you go on comicbook.com and you look up the cosplay section, you'll probably be in the background on one of those pictures because guaranteed they got her shot. Oh, and yeah. you walked into that shot. I'm you know what I might look that up. And if if you know what, if I can find myself, here's here's an interesting thing to do. If you if I can find myself, or if anyone listening knows what I look like and, and can find me in a co- a cosplay photo, send it and I'll post it on the 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 notes for this show. That'd be interesting. Is nice. that just uh just in the wild, super black in the wild. Uh, did you find the uh, the the people you wanted to shout out? Yes, I did. It's called comicattack.com. Comicattack.com. A lot of people were were uh, hawking their wares. Is that the proper term? Uh, pro- yeah. Promotion. They were promoting, in- including us. Uh, <laughs> well, they were promoting their 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 podcasts and their websites and stuff like that. I've I was handed many a flyer. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the 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 strangest thing is that I I get weirded out handing people stuff, and I think it's my own just being the the type of person who when someone tries to hand me something I just turn it down flat. I never think anything no ill will, but I'm just like nah, I don't I don't really have any place to put anything, so I'll just walk by. It's like yeah, I, it's like I look at it as you're playing it by the numbers, and it's, if you have a great elevator pitch to keep people interested. You know, like this. This is one thing. Like, okay, so Carl and I were probably only together for about an hour, hour and a half at most, right? So this is our first time walking through the aisles, and we, you know, we made an effort of finding minority creators and seeing what they're all about. And we ran the gamut of people that spent all this money on these amazing booths, and they did not know how to sell themselves. You know, there's one. Uh, booth we walked up on and you know you know we won't name any names but literally all the creators were on their phones and had their backs to the people that were walking through oh i'm i'm talking about folks this was you know dan is is being very diplomatic and not wanting to name names i won't name a name because i don't remember it and the, (laughs) the reason i don't remember it is because they didn't give us the time of day and i can understand a bit that you have been on the show floor for however many hours you're tired you are you know kind of dejected in some aspects because maybe you're not selling stuff or people aren't showing too much interest but the fact that you've shown up to comic-con paid for a booth and put your merchandise out you should pitch that thing with the as if as if you couldn't sell it like your child would fall into the ocean you know something like get passionate about it if you love your thing and and two two men walk up and look genuinely interested in your wares don't stand with your back to them like the guy the the guy legitimately had his back to us and was talking to the other two gentlemen who were sitting down both of which were on their phone, weren't even looking at the guy who was talking to them. They were responding, but completely ignored the two of us. Hey, dude, like at one point, somebody has to say, he's like, yo, we, know we need to go get some coffee and get ourselves back up again and keep it moving. Because this Something. is a hustle. <clears throat> but but and even I see, so, it's like... like, and it's like the, the, the kicker for me was, like, I, I've followed this guy, these guys' work for a little, little while now. And I was genuinely excited to see them at Comic-Con. Right, like you know, I say I don't know them by name, but I know the product that they're trying to sell. 
right? So it's like, oh, what is this all about? And they had the most half-hearted uh, pitch I've ever heard. It wasn't even a pitch. Like, literally, like, they were talking in between Twitter, you know, in between, tw- in, in between tweeting or texting back and forth. Like, literally, it was, like, these long gaps, right? And I get it, because, like, you know, I went to Artist Alley, and like I said, I spoke to Sanford Green, but it's one of those things, like, where these artists there all day long talking to people. And, like, once again, like, I'm 35. I'm a relatively big guy. So for me to fan out on somebody, for me to geek out on somebody, I can only imagine it's a little offsetting. Because he's like, you, you're trying to, like, place this person with this much excitement for this product mm-hmm. or for, for, for this for this medium, right? So some people are just like, I don't know how to deal with you right now. And, I, you know, I had to read that room or, or read that moment. It's like, okay, let me calm down a little bit and actually have a conversation with these people. Right. Um, say, but at the same time, like I was at Comic Con three years ago. I was with a really good friend of ours, mutual friend, Jen Moy. And she had a, had a booth that year. And she's the one that taught me in that moment, like, you have to be on your feet all day long. Like, you're going to be tired, but you have to be willing to greet these people. And when they're, people are generally interested, learn how to sell your product because that's what you're there doing. That's why you have that booth. You're there to sell yourself, sell your product. And just to kind of contrast that, on the complete flip side, uh, I witnessed some of the best yes. pitching, I, I think, in my entire adult life. This is the only time someone ever pitched me something that in the first, I don't know, 10 seconds, I was ready to buy whatever they were selling. But I, I wanted to hear the pitch as well. And I'm going to give a shout out to her now. Her name is Helena James. And she was pitching me this comic book called Kid Brooklyn. I, uh, I am from Brooklyn, born and raised, no playgrounds. And when I saw <laughs> Kid Brooklyn as the title, I said, we, I'm interested. So I come around the corner and this little, I don't know how old she is. I think she was 12 yeah, she she was she was around like 10, 12, like yeah. you know, and yeah. full of energy. I'm talking about she's like, "Hey, do you want to hear the greatest com- the the pitch about the greatest comic book you've ever seen?" And I was uh, sure, and she's like, "I'll tell you right, just wait right here. I'll I'll give you the full and she went into the most excited, passionate speech about this comic book that she is a part of. She's in it. She's on the cover. She's in the book. And I, the, the, the moment she started talking, I was like, well, I'm going to buy this. I mean, I, I don't care what, I don't care what else you say. You've already sold me with your passion. And then she says, and if you buy it now, I'll even sign the book. Uh, I was like, are you, are you, yes, please sign this book for me. She goes, where do you want it? I can sign on the cover or I can sign on my picture inside. I said, slap that signature on the cover. I, I want it right up front. She goes, you know what? You're getting it in gold. This little girl pulled out a gold marker and wrote her name over her face on the cover of this book that I am holding. And let me tell you something. I cherish it. <laughs> dude, that- dude, let me just tell you. I was turning away from another booth, like in the same situation where people were there on their cell phones. And I saw you and I saw this little girl and and her her adult supervision, for lack of a better term. And she was selling so hard. Like, I purposely, like, was hovering around you 
only because I didn't want to get sucked into her gravity. So I have to buy her stuff as well. Because literally, I, had, I dropped like forty dollars on some pro- some merch, like four tables down, and I wasn't ready to drop another forty dollars or something after that. It was ten bucks. Yeah, I, I will. And- I will pay the ten bucks for that pitch for that for that young woman to 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 go home and know that that enthusiasm pays off to to love your project as much as she loved that she got a sale it was so refreshing uh to to see that enthusiasm in that kid's eyes she was so involved and 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 she was you can see she was honing her pitch i'm sure by sunday if she was there the entire week i i bet she i bet it was like a knife i bet Mm. she was carving through crowds just like hey Kid Brooklyn, get over here. You want to read this. I'm in it, and I have a gold marker, and I'll sign it. Like, just, just get down to the core. And I, I wish I would have seen her on, on a Sunday just to see where that pitch ended up, you know? Seriously. Who, it's like, who knows? Like, it's like, get, <laughs> I had the idea in my head, like, there's, I think there was six different kids in that book. I wouldn't be surprised they brought up a different kid every, every day. Oh, that'd be great. That would be amazing. If they all had that enthusiasm, just have like a different kid each day and then Sunday have them all there. Could you, Im- could, could you imagine how many books they would have sold if they brought all those kids with all that enthusiasm and love for this book and just had them all pitch the book to people as they walk by? They would, they would sell out every copy. We, say, we should probably find them on Instagram and see if that actually happened. I am I am going to find them. I'm going to tag them in this episode so they know that their pitch reached at least two people. Awesome. Because, because I'm giving Kid Brooklyn a shout out and that little girl who sold that book to me. So we 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 kind of experienced two ends of the spectrum and then kind of everything in between. Like we, yeah. we ran into some, you know, people who were more uh you know, aloof with their mm-hmm. pitch. Uh Versus some folks who were, you know, really interesting with their pitch, who weren't, you know, super excited, but they certainly knew their stuff. Like that, uh, who was it? The the lady we bought the the history of black comics. Yes. So Carl picked up the Encyclopedia of Black Comics, and on top of that, they had a couple more um, books to sell as well. One I picked up was called Tales of the Talented Tenth. And it's the true adventures of amazing African Americans, and I picked up two of them. One was the story of Bass Reeves, and legend has it uh, he was a real inspiration for the Lone Ranger. And the second one is uh, based on the motor- motorcycle queen of Miami. The motorcycle queen's name is Bessie Stringfield. So this is all the stuff that I'm so excited to go through, and like. That was the other reason like I loved this year Comic-Con was seeing the amount of black creators and not only like you know African American but even African African like there was a huge African presence that came out this year in terms of like even independent artists so so that was pretty amazing in itself. I want to close out this episode with a, a quick question that I think everyone's been asked who went to Comic-Con Dan, in your time at Comic-Con New York 2017, what was your favorite cosplay that you ran across? 
Um, be very honest. Um, Misty, not Misty, the Mistress. Wow. Once again, it's late. So the Mistress is spoilers. The female interpretation of the Master from Doctor Who, and it was the only. So they may have been different mistresses on the floor, but this one popped out to me because, like, from afar, you can tell exactly who she was, right? And at the same time, like, she didn't she didn't have the shape of of the mistress, but that costume was on point, and I it was so on point, like, I had to go up to her and just like lean over to her real quick and just whisper, like, "I love your costume," and just keep it moving. So my favorite one is we ran across a really good Moon Knight. Yes. The cosplay we saw was great because in no way, shape, or form was this outfit a Moon Knight outfit. It was was... someone dressed, someone picked up a bunch of stuff they had or found and made a Moon Knight outfit so well that the moment I caught it out of the corner of my eye. I, I remember you said, who's, who's that guy supposed to be? And as I turn, I go, that's Moon Knight. And he goes, yup, I'm Moon Knight. I was like, he said it like I was the first person to get it. And that was great. Like, it was that, that was, that's why I love Comic-Con. You get those little moments where you're like, oh, snap, I know who exactly who you're supposed to be. And he's like, for real? <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, so that, that kind of ranks as my top. And just to throw this out there, it, it, it has nothing to do with 2017 Comic-Con. It was, I actually saw this in 2016 Comic-Con. It was my all-time favorite cosplay. It was a, a mother, a father, and a baby. They were pushing a carriage. The father was Cyclops. The mother was Jean Grey. And the baby was Professor X. They were pushing the carriage, and it looked like uh, pro- Professor X's uh, uh, his hovering chair. Please see your pictures of this. I don't. Because I don't have pictures of it because when we saw it, they were walking towards us. It was super crowded. And I'm looking at the mom and I was like, oh, she's Jean Grey and she's Cy- and he's Cyclops because he, I mean, they looked exactly like the characters. And I looked down and I'm like, oh, they have a carriage and I'm moving out of the way. And it didn't strike me until I looked inside the carriage because it was just like it was like yellow. It had like yellow paneling around it. I didn't really put anything together. The baby had a suit on. <laughs> a little ball baby with a suit on and I was like oh snap that's Professor X and the mom looks at me and smiles and the father's like yep I think that's a good place to call it thank you all for listening uh, just to do a little housekeeping you can follow us on Twitter at superblackorg or follow Dan thebasementmonster.com um, for I am the underscore basement underscore monster on Instagram and don't go to Twitter because I'm never actually on Twitter there you go so you can follow both of us on Twitter at superblack.org. Yes. Or, uh, also, yeah. before we go, I just want to do these guys um, justice. It's not comicattack.com. It's comicattack.net. There you go. Comicattack.net. You're getting a shout out on a podcast you've probably never listened to. But you will now because you love yeah. us. So the guys everyone... that I met from, from, that, from that website are totally amazing. A great conversation. Great, guys. We, uh, we want to hear from you guys. If you're listening to the podcast, get in touch with us. and Maybe you can come on and we can all have a chat. See, this is how we get people together. We're making connections, chatting, growing the network. It's, it's, it's all a beautiful thing. Please rate, subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your grandmother. Uh, tell your babysitter. Tell your babysitter's babysitter if there's some kind of weird uh, <laughs> hierarchy that you guys go through. I don't know. 
but tell everybody you know about the podcast and let them know that we're all cool guys and we want to talk about cool things with cool people thank you for listening uh that's all we got guys this has been super black we'll stop see you real soon